Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpur and I'm your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating the life you actually want to be living, how to build a life that not only looks good, but one that feels so delicious, so satisfying, and just so freaking fulfilling. On this podcast, I really try to break down the process of manifestation into concrete, actual, and tangible steps, and really break it down in a way that's actionable and what i mean by that is right now we're living in a time where there is so much information available a bit too much but i mean we can never have too much information right but here's the thing is that when we're flooded with so much information it's so easy to fall into a state of inertia whereby we end up doing nothing at all and the more simpler we can make manifestation, the more we can actually implement it into our day-to-day, that's when we're able to receive the kind of transformation that we desire. And so if you are new here, welcome. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button. If you're a long-time listener, welcome back. So happy you're here. So happy you choose to spend this time with me. I upload new episodes every week, twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. And if you haven't already, I'm going to ask something from you, which would mean the world to me. And that is, I would love if on whatever platform you listen to this podcast, if you could leave, take a few minutes, just leave a review. It really helps with the algorithm and make sure that it gets presented to more people who need this message and who can really benefit from this content. Literally take you all two minutes, but to me, it would mean the world. And come and tell me that you've done so on Instagram. My handle is at kushbu.kway and I can give you a little summon summon as a token of gratitude. But in the meanwhile, today we're going to talk about something which, honestly, I wasn't even planning to sit down and record an episode, but this just came to mind when I went for a walk today. And I was like, hang on, we need to talk more about this on the podcast because it's just so relevant. It's the easiest way to fast track ourselves to abundance, to getting what we want, yet so many people aren't doing it enough. And essentially, it's what really brings those massive manifestations, those delicious quantum leaps, those crazy breakthroughs and really creating that life of total expansion. And it's all about focusing the energy where it matters, focusing that energy inwards, because you are the common denominator in your life. And as much as we can talk about the glow up, the glow up, if you want to see an external glow up, if you want to experience a glow up in your life, it starts with glowing up from within. Your life is a reflection of you and the internal glow up always precedes the external glow up. But what we've been conditioned to believe is that my life has to first change before I give myself permission to change. Only when I'm making X amount of money or manifested this job or I'm with this kind of partner, or I have these set of friends, am I allowed to take care of myself? Am I allowed to feel like I'm good enough? I'm allowed to feel like I'm worthy of respect. But it's the irony is the opposite holds true is that when I start to big myself up, when I put myself on that pedestal, when I make myself my number one priority, and when I really do 
everything I can to feed energy inward by building habits, which allow me to thrive, my life will open up and my life will thrive. And if I want to create a life of abundance, I need to restore that flow of abundant energy within myself. And that means pouring as much energy within me as much as possible. And it gets to be this easy, but it's again, where am I focusing my energy in this present moment? And how can I shift that? Yesterday, I was talking to one of my one-on-one private coaching clients who I just absolutely adore. I've been working with her now for like the last three years. And she's just a force to be reckoned with. Like she has transformed leaps and bounds and she's one of my clients and every week when I speak to her I'll ask her give me some updates and she will have like a book worth of updates but that's how quickly things move when you take care of yourself and she just celebrated her birthday and we were talking about her June goals and I said okay what do you want to work on this month and let's create some goals around it and she was like you know what this month we're currently in June as I'm recording this like from now until July because that's when summer gets really busy for me I just want to focus on me I just want to you know whether it's drinking celery juice every day making sure I'm moving every day meditating for these 10 minutes daily making sure I'm spending more time outdoors shopping at the organic grocery store but I just want to really just focus on me this month and she, she even said to the extent that this is going to be my birthday gift to myself is taking care of me. And oh, my heart just swelled up. And I was like, this is what it's about. And it's not kind of a place of self-loathing or self-deprivation, but it's, you know what? I love myself to such a degree. I deserve to feel so amazing. And that's why I'm going to take care of myself. And I remember when I first got into the manifestation space, I saw this one quote card on Instagram. And it's really like, I guess you sometimes you read things and just sticks with you. And this is one that, has stuck with me and essentially something along the lines of winning spiritually precedes winning materialistically. I'll say it again. Winning spiritually precedes winning materialistically. It's that only when you get beyond yourself, your ego that's trying to protect you, get beyond those fears, those doubts, those insecurities, those negative thoughts, those internal demons, for lack of a better word, when you can get past them and get back into alignment with the truth of who you are, that is when those materialistic wins comes. That is when that partner walks in, that money flows into your account. Those friends show up out of nowhere. That's when your health improves. But again, it's, I need to stop looking outside of me for that satisfaction, but instead focus on me. And as much as we all embark on this manifestation journey, because we want a particular desire. I mean, I know I do. And Let's not kid ourselves as much as I am very much growth focused and I love doing this internal work because I just love peeling off these layers and getting to my next level. But I'm only really motivated when I want something like okay, because this work, this inner, inner work is uncomfortable as AF. Holy hell, you're literally meeting your edges, but you have to. If you want to go to the next level, you got to meet your edges. But again, it's because I want to achieve an external outcome, I'm willing to do the work. And essentially all our desires are like carrots, the universe dangles in front of us to fuel our evolution, to fuel our growth. But again, it's rather than worry about how you're going to get it, it's okay. I want this money. I want these kinds of friends. I want this quality of life. I want this health. I've decided, I've outlined, I've created clarity. This is what I want. And now it's, I need to become the version of me who's already living that reality. I need to, if I want to attract the best quality of life, I need to be the best quality, the best version of myself. And that means choosing to get out of survival mode, not pushing yourself to a state of burnout, but instead saying, Every single day, what am I doing to fuel myself? What am I doing to intentionally pour energy inwards? Not when. I have time, not when 
opportunity presents itself, not when I remember, but making it a priority. Here's the thing, the same way you brush your teeth every day, well, at least I hope you do. <laughs> That's what taking care of yourself needs to look like across the board. That is what regulating your nervous system really has to entail. That it's not something you think about, it's not an option you give yourself, but yeah, obviously I'm gonna do it. Like, why would I not pour into myself? And as much as a lot of us can identify as being people pleasers, I know a former version of myself did. I mean, now I'm like, no, please, I please myself first before I please anybody. But here's the thing is that we create these identities like I'm just a people pleaser. And I think that's so wonderful to a degree. Because if you are trying to please other people to a state of burnout, not only are you doing a disservice to yourself, but it's grossly selfish for those around you. Because as much as you can physically be there for someone, when you are drained, when you are operating from a place of burnout and you're just emotionally depleted, you have nothing to give that person. And if anything, you're going to start resenting that person and essentially project that negative energy onto that person. But instead, when you can pour into you to such a degree that your cup runneth over, I believe Queen Oprah said that. I just love her. I've started watching so many of her old clips on YouTube. It's just, oh, she is somebody who fills my cup. But nonetheless, but when you fill yourself to such a degree that your cup is overflowing, you just have so much more to give. You're just such an abundant person that that abundance pours into everyone around you. And it's, if I really love the people around me, I'm going to I'm gonna make it a point to take care of myself. Not even the sake that I love myself, but I love the people around me to such a degree that they deserve to see and experience the best version of me. And, you know, when it comes to taking care of yourself, it's really asking yourself that if I was my child, just go with me for a second. If I was my child, how would I treat, how would I treat myself? And if I can really adopt this attitude of treating myself like I would a child, you will notice that the way you show up for yourself is so different, but more importantly, it's unconditional. And I work with a lot of moms and most moms pride themselves for the unconditional love they have for their kids. And I think that's so beautiful. But how about we take some of that unconditional love and project it onto ourselves? And so the same way is that even if your kids drive you bonkers, you're going to still hold space for that kid. You're still going to value that kid. You're still going to feed that kid. You're still going to take care of that kid. You're still going to prioritize your child. And it's the same with you, that no matter what you're facing in life, can you make yourself your number one priority? And we all want the universe to take care of us, but life is just a reflection of you. The universe is just an extension of you. And if you want the universe to take care of you, you got to first take care of yourself. The universe is never punishing you. It's never rewarding you. It's not some force in the sky saying, oh, you know, she deserves to be taken care of. He deserves to not be taken care of and goes on and on. But it says like, okay, this is how this person treats themselves. And I'm just going to respond to that energy. So if She's taking care of herself to such a degree. Oh boy, do I have to deliver because I have no choice but to match that energy. And in fact, I need to double that energy. And so really ask yourself, and you know, this is a really great exercise for you to start doing is take break it up into categories, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially. How can I start, and intellectually, I'll just add to that as well, is how can I start to be more intentional about carving out habits that feed energy in these different parts of me. And yes, it's important to eat well and exercise, which are the two most common ways in which people take care of themselves, but not at the expense that you're not taking care of other parts of you. You are a whole being. You're not just someone who looks a particular way. Yes, taking care of your physique is very important, not just from the vanity point of view, but 
for your health. Your body is your vessel that allows you to move through this time-space reality. But it's, okay, yes, I can eat well and exercise, but can I give the same priority to doing something for my mental health? Whether it's journaling every day, whether it's meditating, it's can I take care of myself financially? Can I make sure that I'm feeling secure around my finances, that I'm checking in with my finances, and that money is not a source of anxiety for me? Similarly, it's what am I doing to fill my cup up emotionally? Can I allow myself to express and be a little vulnerable with what I'm feeling rather than let it fester within me spiritually? Am I, how am I now creating a connection with an energy greater than me? And I can promise you that when you do that, when you can create a, a connection, a strong connection with the with an energy greater than you, all your fears, they will naturally start to dissolve and you'll find yourself just being lighter as you move forward. And Here's the thing is that you are the vessel through which life is unfolding. Life is not happening to you. It's happening through you. Really take that in. Life is not happening to you as much as that victim mindset wants to perceive it as such. It's not happening to you. It's happening through you. And if you feel like you're stuck, if you feel that your life is not moving, if you feel like you're in the same place you were six months ago, a year ago, it's coming back and asking yourself, if life is unfolding through me, and if I want that energy to flow through me and all around me, and if it's not currently doing so, where is there that resistance? And how can I start to now dissolve that res resistance? And if I want to live a more expansive life and open up these different areas in my life, my number one priority is, can I expand that vessel? Can I expand that vessel through which life is unfolding? And the more I pour energy inwards, that is how I'm creating that sense of internal abundance. I'm expanding that vessel. And now I'm allowing my desires, my big, big desires to unfold through me. And at the end of the day, you got to realize that your life, just think of it like, I love analogies. I love metaphors, which is why when I'm teaching manifestation, I always refer back to them. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share one with you right now. It's think of your life like a movie. You are the main character, but when you're not taking care of yourself, but instead you're focusing all your energy on people around you, essentially it's you're giving more airtime to the supporting roles in your movie. And the same way is that if I was watching a movie and initially it started off with the main character and then before I knew it, there was no focus on the main character. I had no idea what was going on in their storyline and I was so confused. But instead, the, the focus of the camera kept going to the random people who have zero relevance to the actual plot of the movie. A, I would get frustrated, I'd lose interest and I just want to enjoy the movie and think of now, now think of the universe as the spectator of your movie. It's essentially just waiting for that camera to get back into focus on the main character. The universe is waiting for the focus to shift inwards towards you. Because like I said, you are the main character of your life. But really ask yourself, where am I giving more airtime to the supporting roles in my life? Whether it's my husband, whether it's my kids, whether it's my friends, whether it's my colleagues, whether it's my boss, my parents, whatever it is. Yes, it's very important to prioritize people in your life. But like I say, you have to be your number one priority, no matter what. And there's a part of you that's probably thinking, oh, Kushby, that's so selfish. Like, my kids are my priority. How beautiful is that? But come on, we're not martyrs. <laughs> like, by you prioritizing yourself, you will inevitably be a much better parent to your kids. Kids, they don't want you to be phys only to be physically present. They want you to be emotionally present, mentally present. They want love. They want 
to feel safe and secure in your presence. And only when you are coming from a place whereby you are thriving and no longer living from a place of survival, are you feeling safe? And when you feel safe, you're able to create that safe environment for those around you. And like I said earlier, now it boils down to one thing, and that is intentionally, intentionally choosing habits that feed energy inwards, number one. But number two is staying consistent. Staying consistent and operating for energy of compassion, whereby you are allowing for flexible consistency and realizing that each day is going to look very different because that's life where dynamic creatures, not every single day is going to be lined up in a way that you can do what you've been doing, but instead realizing that, okay, my main goal is taking care of myself and how I do that, the means in which I pour energy inwards might look different today than it did yesterday, the day before, the month before, but no matter what, this is the no matter what energy, which will keep you in alignment and again, make you your most magnetic self, no matter what, I'm still a priority. I'm still going to take care of myself and I'm still going to put myself up on that pedestal. I'm starting to work with a client of mine and we were chatting yesterday because you said a few questions before we decided to move forward. And he asked me, he was like, you know what? The summer is a very busy season for me. So do you think I should start now or should I wait until August? What would you say? And I was like, look, at the end of the day, it's your choice. Nobody can tell you what's right for your life. But I know when it comes to my life, when I'm when I get that intuitive nudge to take action in my life, I don't wait. I take action right away because motivation comes in waves and you rather act on that motivation to for change when it comes up. But secondly, is that if you know the summer is a busy season and summer is a time where you tend to fall into a cycle of inconsistency, you can either stay committed to that pattern and as a result, experience the same outcomes you've always experienced, or you can use this time to really allow yourself to lean in and get supported, stay accountable so that you can break this pattern once and for all, and more importantly, experience a new outcome. And that's really what it boils down to. It's that you can keep making excuses as to why now is not a good time or why it's so hard and so forth. And that's fine. You know, at the end of the day is, yes, we all get, we can all have access to coaches and mentors and support and people who want the best for you. But that's all for nothing if you are not willing to create the shift. You have to hold yourself accountable to some degree as well. And you can make all these excuses and that's fine. But really ask like when I go to bed tonight, tomorrow night, and my life looks exactly the same when I feel depleted, when I feel burnt out, how is that going to make me feel? And at the end of the day, we're only answerable to ourselves. So if I'm only answerable to myself, don't I owe it to myself to do more to make me feel my best? We've, we're all presented with this beautiful gift whereby we get to have this human experience. Each day is such a gift. How are you going to live it? Are you going to live it whereby you're just feeling resentful, burnt out, frustrated, exhausted, depleted? Or do you want to savor it, relish it, thrive, and just live it to the fullest? And if you want to go with the latter, which I'm really hoping you do, remind yourself you are the operant power. And only when you're feeling your best will you able will you be able to access the best of what life has to offer you. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. My handle is at kushbu.kway. And the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. I wish you the best, the most abundant day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message 
so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.